Good evening, everyone. Please sit comfortably. Um, to give a title to this talk tonight, let's call it, and I'm quoting from Robert Aitken here, The mango is not stuck on the mango tree. It'll make sense if we go a bit further. Um, in the Gateless Barrier, um, the Mumon Khan, one of our koan collections from which the koan mu comes from, there, are, um, uh, there, there is a, a statement at the end of the koans, which is not really a koan, um, but they're referred to as uh, uh, women's cautions, um, cautions about doing Zen practice. And uh, I won't go through all of them, but I'll go through a few of them that go together at the end here, and then we'll speak to them. So the first one is, to proceed is to stray from the truth. To proceed is to stray from the truth. And I'll give you Robert Aitken's commentary. You sit in the Buddha's dojo itself. Your body is the Buddha herself or himself. Don't try to proceed. Remain on target, come what may. You say you are stuck, but this is not possible. The mango is not stuck on the mango tree. Uh -huh. Something of the utmost importance is happening to the mango when it's on the tree uh -huh, with nowhere to go. Then, Mumon's crazy. Then he contradicts himself all over the place, but that's the point. The second statement is, to retreat is to violate the Tao. And Aitken's commentary, this goes without saying, that in, in other words, to, um, to give up practice, do you know, goes without saying. But don't load that word violate with condemnation. Over the years, I've known several people who retreated. They stopped Sazen and then perhaps years later returned again. All of us have experienced retreating many times. We dawdle off on some preoccupation on our cushions and then come back. To retreat is human, to return is humanity at its best. And then just to bamboozle you more, Mumon says, neither to proceed nor to retreat is to be a corpse with breath. <laughs> Wumen is like a mad, this is Aitken's commentary, Wumen is like a mad director of traffic don't, no left turn, no right turn, no U-turn, no advancing, no reversing, no parking. He denies us all options. And this is the best place to be in our practice. Uh -huh. Now tell me, what do you do? When all your options are exhausted, what do you do? And finally, work hard for realisation in this life, or you will have regrets eternally. This is a short life with even shorter episodes, but don't be diverted by your anxiety about eternal regrets. Use your anxiety. It is precious energy. They're all good statements. So, the mango is not stuck on the mango tree. The, the, the mango doesn't have any conceptual idea that it's stuck on a mango tree. That's just where it is. It's not trying to proceed. It's not trying to drop off the tree. And yet all the time, 
when the mango fruit is on the tree, it's being nurtured, right? All these nutrients coming into it, it's being nurtured. And when the time is right, it drops off the tree. But it doesn't think it's liberated just because it dropped off the tree, right? It was just growing all the time. It went from one cycle of its life to the next, to the next, to the next. And so these comments are all about <clears throat> the experience of stuckness. And there is a there is a statement in Zen which is referred to as the virtue of stuckness. How can stuckness be a virtue? But it is. Because our minds are always moving on to progress towards something. Or when I become like that, when I reach my ideal self, or when I reach my ideal circumstances, then, then everything will be okay. When I reach Buddhahood, then everything will be okay. We're always moving towards progress. Or then if we can't move and we get frustrated, then we give up, right? And then we come back again and we give up. And so what Zen practice is, it's like these, these statements are saying, you go, you go to that place in yourself where there's no, nowhere to progress to, but you're not stopping at the same time. It's like someone saying to you, just walk in that direction um, and uh, just keep walking. And uh, they say, yeah, but where am I going to? Well, I don't know, just keep walking. And then, then you say, well, I want to stop walking because I don't know where I'm going to. And they say, no, you, you've got to keep walking. Just keep walking. But where I'm going to, I don't know where you're going to. Right? It's kind of, that's the challenge. Uh -huh. But it's when, when you actually, people dread being stuck. Like people dread being in indecision in important things in their life, like who to marry, whether to divorce, you know, whether to get this job or not. Um, but when you fully embrace the stuckness of where you are, the struggle stops. If you fully embrace it and you drop into it and you settle into it and you actually find a peace in the stuckness and then when, when you really completely let go into the stuckness of where you are, that's the point where something transforms. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of Cohen study for those of you who've worked on koans, you know, have worked on mu or other koans, we all experience stuckness. You know, you come in, like I did with my teacher, you give an answer here, an answer there. He rings the bell, out you go, you know, more zazen. And you do it month after month and you come to a dead end, right? And that's, when you come to the dead end, that's when you're starting to really cook. Mm -hmm. That's why it's, it's a virtue. That, that's the... Having no place to go anymore is is the place of where you light your Dharma candle. Mm -hmm. um, what some things come back to me about this too. Um, I remember when I was doing um, Zen practice with Robert Aiken in Roshi. He was a a very good friend of um, Soen Roshi, who was a very um, uh, highly regarded, well respected. Um, Zen teacher in Japan. He was crazy too, uh, one of those crazy wisdom teachers. But <clears throat> remember, Robert Aitken remembers a time where they they all went out and walked down to the beach together one day, and So and Roshi came across a street um, and it had a name on it, and it said under it that it was a dead end, 
And apparently someone Roshi just laughed his head off all the way to the beach after reading this sign that the street was a dead end, right? Because that's what Zen practice is. You go down to a dead end, right? And then it gets blocked off, so you can't go out either. What do you do? What do you do? That's the point of entry right there. But if you also apply this to um, everyday koans, like I said, instances of, should I take this job or that job? Um, Or should I marry this person or this person? Or should I divorce this person or not? And there's a state of dilemma, do you know, an indecision and procrastination that you see people go through, particularly in in my profession. Um, And people can go year after year after year, you wouldn't believe it, you know, should I stay, should I go, should I stay, should I go? And while they're continuing to fight these two opposites, they're living the life of a ghost. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not really present anywhere, right? Um, because they're, they're in this very conceptual place of gain and loss, you know, success and failure, and it just goes round and round in a conceptual realm. Right. So when you when you really drop into that place where you embrace uncertainty, you embrace not knowing, you embrace that you embrace that place. I haven't got a clue what to do. Right. If you fully embrace it in a radical kind of way, then the mind settles. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not fighting. A lot of what we're fighting is is the fear of failure, making the wrong decision. But there's no wrong decision. There's no right decision. What if you took the job? What if you ended up finding out you've got a a terrible boss who micromanages you, right? Um, It's not a failure. It's just another experience. It's hard to see that. But when you get beyond a conceptual way of relating to the world and you just experience things as they are, whatever turns up, you embrace it. It's your life. You fully embrace your life, good, bad, otherwise. To try and avoid that is to live like a a ghost, or as it says in here, to be a corpse without breath. So please, remember, whenever in any experience, whether it's in formal practice, whether it's in zazen, everyday life, when you get to those places of uncertainty and not knowing, fully experience it, fully experience it, uh-huh. and then, you, then your life will become more alive. <laughs>